السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على المبعوث رحمة للعالمين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين الحمد لله this is the time you know we remember the Sahaba we remember the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم in the first Ramadan you know the first Ramadan in their life was actually 15 years after Islam began. So for 13 years in Mecca, there were no Ramadan. There were no four rak'ah prayer. There were no zakah. There were no hajj. Yeah? So it was just Iman. Know about Allah, His name, His attributes, about the prophets before, about the messengers. Yeah? When they moved to Medina, and the second is the first year, nothing happened. They just established community and brotherhood, built a masjid. And the second year, the whole Islam was almost completed. Only Hajj was left till the ninth year of Hijrah. But everything else, Salah became, as we know it, the four rak'ah, Dhuhr, Asr, and Isha, that's the rak'ah, before that was only two rak'ah, two rak'ah, two rak'ah each. And then the zakah was also established, and Ramadan was established, a change of Qibla, even the direction of prayer towards Mecca changed. So, Islam was established in, in the second year of Hijrah, really. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that you need to give the message to the kuffar that you're not run, tell them that you're not running away and escaping and afraid. That's why you left Mecca. You actually left to practice the deen. You left to establish the community. So the Prophet sallallahu said, you have every right now to be a community with a, with a strong political word even in the area. You go and expand, not just limit to Medina. Now we have an authority. You go with every tribe around Medina and just have either allegiance or a deal. Look, you not be able to attack us. We are here to stay. It's a community. And the biggest, the whole Arabia, the biggest tribe, the most respected was Quraysh. And the Prophet ﷺ declared war on Quraysh because they were the one that prosecuted them, took the property, took this, and this was no more. For a state to declare, yeah, we will not allow them to pass through the border of Medina with the caravan. And we know what happened. The, Subhanallah, the Prophet ﷺ, in Ramadan, first Ramadan, their first time practicing fasting. And only, he says, look, there is the massive caravan of Quraysh with all your money on it. And it's our right to stop it from passing through. Whoever is ready, we're going to find out what's the story. You know, nope. You don't. You cannot say I'm going to go home and bring my horse or camel. If you do that, you're not allowed. You're not coming. <laughs> Only those are ready. And he went with them, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Seventy from the Muhajirin and the rest to make three hundred and fourteen from the Ansar. Yeah, hundred and something. They travel for hundred and twenty kilometers in the desert to intercept that caravan that's actually with their own money on it. And the, legally, they have every right. Of course, the caravan people also are very smart, and they have their own intelligence. And they know that the Muslim will not allow them to steal their money and go safely, easy like that. It was not, it's not known in any dignified community that somebody take your money and just go and deal with it in the market. You won't allow them to do that. Abu Sufyan, the leader, he knew this. He actually changed route, went by the Red Sea, and escaped to Mecca. And the Prophet sallallahu this is one thing for us. If Allah doesn't reveal to him, he will not know. 
So he is a human being, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. All what he tells is revelation. If he doesn't get revelation, he will not know. Yeah. So people who think, you know raise the Prophet sallallahu to a status that they say to Allah, yeah Allah, give it to me by the right of the Prophet on you. There's no such a thing, right of any creation on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Bijahi nabi bihaq nabi all this word is not polite. It's not good manner to speak to Allah like this. Even when you say to Allah, Ya Allah, salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad, is not a good manner. Yeah, he said, Allah salli ala Muhammad, ala Rasul Muhammad, ala Nabika Muhammad, the messenger, the prophet, not our masters, because in Salah, there's only one master, is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yeah? So the Prophet consulted the Sahaba, he says, oh, they, they, they escaped. <laughs> and guess what? Quraysh now got really angry. How can they just renegade, run away, group of people, you know, do this to our caravan? We need to teach them a lesson. They got so arrogant, so arrogant, and they, must, they gathered about 1,000 people to go and attack Medina and just teach them a lesson. The Prophet said to the group fasting, it's Ramadan, in the desert, they had 70 camels travel, all this in the desert, you know, can, it's like walking from here to Palmerston North. Yeah, 70 camels, they need two, three per camel. Yeah, they said three per camel, and he gave a camel also shift to rest, an hour. The Prophet Sallallahu shift came with Ali ibn Abi Talib and Abu Lubaba. Yeah, and the Prophet. I want you to imagine this situation, you in the shift with the Prophet Sallallahu Will he say to the Prophet, get off the camel, uh, my right, my turn, walk now? You'll be so embarrassed, you know? The Prophet ﷺ having a turn and he said to him, no, 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 you stay, we walk. <laughs> and he ﷺ gets so he says, you're not stronger than me, and also I need the same good deed like you are in participating in this walking. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He says, you know, he's, he was very strong, physically he was very strong. So he was walking while some of them riding. And that was also amazing, just, just keep thinking about this one. Keep thinking about this one. When the ambassador of a country, a very tiny country in the world, comes in here, everybody's standing, in, you know? When the, when the president of Indonesia came to New Zealand, oh my, the whole country was, you know, ready for this, and you get security, and people preparing before and after, and red carpets, and all these things for one president of a country, yeah? And Muhammad وسلم, walking, and the soldier is in the camel. This happened only with Islam, by the way. Umar ibn Khattab applied this, Abu Bakr applied this. You know, Abu Bakr became the Khalifa. He became the Khalifa, the country now that's challenging the empires. And the ladies in the streets says, ah, oh, he's the Khalifa now, he's not going to be helping us like he used to. You know, he used to be a helpful neighbor. He comes, check if there's goats, you know, need to be tied up, they need to, you know, helping with the physical work of the neighbors. He heard the neighbor saying this, he says, la wallah. He, he replied, la wallah, I will still come and do the same job. And he used to go and do the same job for them. After Fajr, like this, after Fajr, he walks, Abu Bakr walks out of the masjid, not to his house, different direction, out of the out of the suburbia, into, you know, the Bedouin area. Omar Khattab says, what is this? He's a Khalifa, supposed to go to the office. Where is he going? He followed him. He followed him. 
Subhan, this is Islam. He followed him. Why? He wanted to see what he doing so he can compete with him in that good deed. Not like me and you following. Says, mm, was he going? No, no, no. Nothing to do with this. They're competing. If you pray the, four hours, I'll pray five hours. If you give $100, I'll give $200. They want to achieve. And that's what Allah encourages. So he finds Abu Bakr goes into a house, staying there for about two hours, and leaves. Omar followed inside the house and saw a very old lady inside, almost disabled. And he says, Assalamu alaikum, how are you auntie? Alhamdulillah. Who is this man that came in here? She says, Wallahi, I don't know. Who is this man? I, I can't see very well. He just comes every now and then, tidy up the house, clean this, tidy up, take the, all the work that I cannot do. He does it for me and just leaves. And he asks him, if you need anything, all good. He goes. He says, Subhan, this is the Khalifa, he's doing this, secretly, hiding, go and do it himself, he doesn't send somebody to do it. No, he does it himself. Omar says, Wallahi, you made it so hard for anybody that comes after you. How can we compete with this? You know? How can you compete with this? But Omar did compete, subhanAllah. Omar did compete. In the old days, they used to give camels in sadaqah. Ibl yeah? al-sadaqah, it's called Ibl al-sadaqah. You give camels, yeah? because there is special zakah on camels. And they had a stable for all these donations. But they need feeding, they need cleaning, they need... And this is filthy job. Very, very filthy, stinky job. Yeah? Because they don't have a toilet training. <laughs> you just go inside the stable and it's mess. And who was inside that? Omar. The Amir al-Mu'mineen, the most powerful man, really, on earth at the time, he is cleaning up the stable inside from the filth. And in the, in the middle of this, dignitary came, dignitary, visitors from overseas, coming to meet Amir al-Mu'mineen, wearing the silk and gold. And, and the, the representative says, Ya Amir al-Mu'mineen, we got visitors here. He says, get them to take off the clothes and come and help. <laughs> come in here, help. <laughs> That's Omar, subhanAllah. That's Omar. He says, look, we were cockroaches before Islam. They used to think of us as cockroaches. That's what the Persian used to call the Arab. Allah honored us with Islam. If we seek honor in anything else, Allah will bring us back as, they were, as we were. And his word now is 100% is true. Umar ibn Khattab's word today absolutely 100% fits the Muslim. The Muslim who honored with Islam, now they lift Islam, they are back to be cockroaches. Everybody treats them just like cockroaches. You just spray them with some B-52 bombers, you know, and just give them some cockroach food. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala honor us with Islam. In the middle of the first Ramadan, hot in the desert, hundreds of kilometers of travel, and the Prophet asked the Sahaba, look, we were coming out to get our money back from the market. Now we have no money, no market, it's an army coming. And look at us, no, you know, no war, no ready for anything. What do you think? He gave them the option, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He's talking to people that left the home. Medina is the home. They're not supposed to be there. Yeah? And he, there's no uh, obligatory on them, obligation on them to do anything. The, the agreement is the host, the prophet in Medina. Yeah, he's a guest in, uh, in the Medina. Now he's out of Medina and there is a war. Wallahi, the Ansar say that, subhanAllah, and that's why Allah loves them. They said, Messenger of Allah. 
We've already agreed that even if you cross the ocean, we're going to cross it with you. You take whatever you, you want and you leave whatever you want. You decide whatever you want. And you, you know, it's, it's you, the, the leader. You decide for us. He says, Abshiru, congratulations. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promised me that we will have Ihda al-Husnayn. We will have one of them. We will win one of them. We didn't get the market. I'm sure we're going to win the battle. And subhanallah, with 314, with not, no preparation, no plan, no strategy, not even good weapon to defend themselves, have a resounding victory that the kuffar flee for their life from the battlefield in Badr. And that's Badr. That's the change in the whole equation. And that's what made Islam really a religion in Arabia and inshallah religion also globally. So that it happened in these days. So Ramadan is, is not the month of food and drinks and no, no, no. It's the month of Islam. It's the month that Islam really became a religion known in the whole Arabia and then took over the whole world at the time. This is that, what we're proud of. That's what we believe in. That's what we hold on. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspire us this Ramadan also to change our life, to be proud of who we are, to hold on to the deen and increase our taqwa. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase our iman. We ask Allah to increase our knowledge. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us and bless our family and to give us Laylatul Qadr. We ask Allah to give all of us Laylatul Qadr and the reward of Laylatul Qadr. Wa akhir da'wana alhamdulillah rabbil alameen wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.